0: Grow Great is a city government leadership podcast with Lisa Norris and me, Randy Cantrell. Each week, we share insights, experiences, and wisdom to help you and your leadership grow great. Our website is growgreat.com.
1: Randy, we've talked about for years now. Can you believe it in this podcast? Years. Um, that leadership is about serving others. We're coming to the end of 2023, about to enter a new year in this particular episode. Uh, we're going to take a couple of weeks off, uh, for the holidays to be with our families and, and move into 2024. I cannot believe it. But as we talk about our focus on leadership is a focus on others doing for others what they cannot do for themselves. As you look at that. I thought we'd kind of just have a brief conversation to wrap up. I I found this quote that absolutely supports that. Leadership has nothing to do with your social status, your bank account, or where you reside. Leadership is about inspiring and building confidence in people to perform at heights they never imagined. Lifting them up and doing things that they did not probably even deem as possible. They may not have ever seen it. They may not have realized that was the trajectory they're on or were not on. But what you say and do and how you treat people can be a huge impact and influence in their lives. You and I have both seen it. We've lived it and we've had that same experience with those who impacted us. Um, as we move into the end of this year and new year, I just encourage all of our listeners to really make sure you're looking at your people. You're not trying to make them you. You're making them the best they can be in their way, in their style, uh, and influencing change where it needs to be to make them a better a better leader. Uh, that's going to benefit you. It's going to benefit their people. And uh, it's going to benefit the organization as a whole. It's strengthening and shoring up our leaders to truly develop them and make them the best they can be with programs, with influence, with people uh, that you surround them with. Uh, and I always, Randy, we talked about when you influence, remember your impact can be up, down and out. You can influence your peers just as much as you can influence those that report to you. And at times we can also help and support and encourage and grow th- those above us.
0: I think mean, one of the difficulties of leadership for many people, and we can come on, we're we're here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area so we can kind of <clears throat> use the Texas Rangers who finally at long last, you know, win a World Series and they asked the manager, Bruce Boche, you know, here's this old grizzled veteran and I don't think he was being self-deprecating because I've paid close attention to this guy and I'm not a baseball guy at all but I paid close attention to him and I went back and, and did some digging and this just appears to me I don't know him personally, but it appears to be just kind of who he is, but he talked about the players on the field he's he's not he's not playing he's, he, he didn't make a pitch, he didn't swing at a ball he didn't he didn't make a catch, he didn't throw anybody out. that wasn't his role, and yet the players, I think to a man would say that without him, they couldn't have done on the field what they did. So it brings up I think a big point we can get fixated on our own performance and what what we're doing our work product if you please or our we task can be list. yeah or we can be like Bruce Bochy and we can say you know it, we just we want to put these players these people in the best position possible so that they can do their very best and if we can do that then we've done a huge work, a huge work. And it, it looks different than our personal output. Bruce Bochy has no batting average. He has no ERA. He has no records except for when he played uh, for runs batted in. But the team does. And every player has got some stats associated with their performance. And so what could he do for them that previous management could not do? That's probably a long list, and it's over my head as far as being a non-baseball guy. Uh, But it's clear to me he did it. He did it. This was a team that was incredibly resilient, come back after come back, and got in slumps, got out of slumps. And so if you think about your leadership in those terms, instead of thinking about what can I do with my personal output, and it's especially true I have found in city government because so many times we are subject matter experts, you, you came out of HR, you take somebody like Cheryl, your boss, so she comes out of finance. bill you know he he comes out of a, of another specific housing. Mm-hmm. housing another specific area and that's all great and wonderful but now these roles are very different they are much broader and now you know you're at a higher altitude where you can influence and impact more people and it's way less about your work as far as your own output it's about how can you generate higher output through the work of other people? How can you help them get their work done? And as your quote says, perform at heights maybe they never imagined. Mm-hmm. I would add, you've probably got some people who are imagining it. You've got some people who do have some high aspirations. You had, you had high aspirations. I'm not saying that every director aspires to what you aspired to, but you did, and. Bill had aspirations to be a city manager and he is. And, um, but it's still that belief in people. It's still that helping people understand that they matter and making sure that we do our part as their leaders to put them in a position so that they can matter even more.
1: Well, you talk about that with the Rangers, uh, with the Rangers coach, and I sure wish I could remember the specific stat, but I can give you the context. Because Don and I actually talked about it when it popped up. I'm not a big stat person, you know, because they're just statistical. And that doesn't mean they will happen or won't happen. It's just a number, in my opinion. But I remember then when we were playing the Astros, and that was a rough, high, intense series. And there was something, I don't remember if it was game four, if it was being, we were down, how many games? Two games? Three games. I don't remember what it was, but we were down in that yeah, series yeah, we and it wasn't looking good. Right. And I remember this stat coming up on the screen. And it seems like it was game four that says the coach, our coach, what was his last name again? Because I'm not good at the names. Bochi. Bochi. Okay. It said.
0: Well, he when had he never wins. lost the game seven.
1: Okay. But there were there was something mid series that said his record in winning after this point like after game 4 was like it, he never lost. It was like oh, yeah. 7 and 0. Oh. Right. And the Astros coach it was like 1 and 8. Like he yeah. he always loses. He struggled. Yeah. He struggles. And you know when we were talking about that I said well that's an interesting stat cuz it was not looking good. I just specifically yeah. remember it was not looking good for no, the Rangers and Don, Don and I about. were like I don't know if we can pull this out. Right. And I remember him walking out to the mound, talking to the to the pitcher after the stack came up, and the pitcher hands him the ball and and walks off the field and He started bringing in these pitchers, and the Astros could not they right. were spinning in circles, falling down to the ground, and he yeah. just kept changing out pitchers, yeah, you know, over the rest of the series right. And the other coach was trying to change out pitchers, and we, they was falling into our hands. Yeah. We were going off. <laughs> right. right.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, and I, I, I honestly kept going back. I was like, that statistic was right. He knows how to pull it out. He knows how to use his players to the most effective they can be in a specific moment. Whether I remember when all my kids played softball or baseball, and I remember Don as the coach, um, man, he'd study, he knew those, he could see the other play, the other batter, and instantly mm-hmm. know, okay, time, we're bringing in so-and-so. They aren't going to be able to hit a fastball. They right. aren't going to be able to hit her riser. Right. They aren't going to be, you know, he would just, he would play to the other team's weakness, and he could see it. And I know, you know, there's a lot of coaches that maybe just can't see it. They, well, it's they go with players. what's tried and true,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? They go with, well, this is our playbook. We're going to always play this, and the, Fifth, we're going to always have this pitcher.
0: Right.
1: Don didn't do that. Don would look at the team and go, "Oh no, this team is all fastballs. We're bringing in our slow and steadies, the yeah. ones that just barely get it over the plate. Right. You know, right. just just Completely get it over throw the plate. Their
0: timing. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Lucas, just just throw your little your little ball. Just yeah. get it over home plate.
0: Arch it over home plate. <laughs> well, but he knew his players.
1: That's right. And, and he knew the to, other we have team's to know weakness. Our yeah. Yeah. So when you talk about when we're talking about, you know, uh, these goals and, and our leadership, uh, know your people, know what they need to accomplish, know what they need to grow in and set set goals, not only for your organization as a whole. Don't lose sight of your people and setting goals with them and that great time to have a one on one. I'm I'm working on those as we speak uh, for director level, which was I had to really explore and um, read a lot about, you know. And I've got guys; I've got twenty-seven years of industry knowledge, but I haven't led other directors before. And I want to make the one-on-ones powerful for them. So that's a goal for me. I'd like to have in twenty twenty-four um, as we wrap up this year to continue what we preach, which is serving others and a focus on others.
0: Yeah, I I completely, you know, agree with the quote. Um, it it doesn't have. You know, Lisa and I have made a a distinction between being a leader who doesn't have authority and a leader who does. And it certainly is helpful if you're a leader who is the boss. There's no question about that. That that has huge, huge benefits because you can get stuff out of people's way that you just can't if you're not the boss. It doesn't mean that your leadership is necessarily diminished, though. So whatever your role the best way to prepare for a leadership where you are a leader with authority is to be a great leader without it. So the more that we can, the bottom line for me is the more that we can invest in other people, the better our own work seems to go. My work as an executive coach for the last 13 years or so is purely judged by the output of my clients. I'm not doing anything. mm mm-hmm. You know, the clients are doing the work. I'm just trying to help them figure it out. So their success is my success. That is a little bit of a microcosm of leadership. I'm not doing anything, and yet I'm doing an awful lot. But it's not my work. I'm just trying to... We have to facilita- choose to act upon it. Yeah, I'm trying to facilitate helping them do their work, and that benefits them and that's the most benefit that I can bring to myself, too.
1: Well, I, you know what I love most about the quote? And I would tell everybody, and it's very similar to what you said, just in a different way, leadership has nothing to do with your social status, your bank account, or where you reside. First half of this quote, it's all about you. This is leadership is not about us and what we bring to the table for them. In other words, what. It's not touting what I have and what I can do. Leadership is about inspiring, building confidence in people to perform at heights they never imagined. So you see that shift. It's not about you and what you have and what you're bringing and what the accomplishments you've had. It's a focus on others. It's a focus on bringing out the very best in them and things that they may have never seen possible. Focus on others and serve them. And serve them
0: all. Thanks for watching and listening to Grow Great, a city government leadership podcast. For Lisa Norris, I'm Randy Cantrell. Be well, do good, grow great. The website is growgreat.com.